0: You've paid your five bucks, now let's get into stick and puck.
1: Welcome back to another session of Stick in Puck brought to you by On the Bench with Beaks and Between the Pipes podcast. I am Beaks from On the Bench with Beaks and I am joined by Keats from Between the Pipes podcast.
0: That's right. Another one. Another session going on. What's going on, Cody?
1: Uh, n- number four. Feeling, feeling really good. Uh, you know, th- last time we actually talked... There's been a lot of stuff going on. We got the NHL playoffs. We got the
0: IIHF World Championships. Yeah, we got World Championships going on. And I appreciate your jersey, man. You're you're rocking the Svenska. Of course, got it. And go. uh, of course I got I to gotta get my team Latvia going here cuz uh, cuz uh. you know why? You, don't need to get into it. You know
1: why? Um, and uh, some other stuff has happened. I mean, some really weird stuff, and I think we're gonna yeah. kind of get into a little bit all, of all of it real quick. So. Things we
0: can laugh about, discuss, debate, whatever. Well, it's been it's been a little about a month since we got did did one of these again. So
1: oh, for real. So uh, the first thing, like you and I both agreed, we were kind of like a little giggle Fitzgeralds on this one. Um, uh, Al Saboka getting fired after fifty-one years of being the Zamboni yeah, 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 yeah. driver. for The Red Wings
0: Zamboni guy. Yeah. So the so the sh- short story there is yeah, uh, old Al was working at the Little Caesars. Mind you, he's been with the Red Wings for fifty-one years, so he's. <clears throat> he's worked at the old arena before that got torn down um that's half a century right so he's been yeah he's been a loyal red wings red wings guy Zamboni guy whatever you want to call him um um apparently guy has uh you know he's up there in age he's an older fella and he has some sort of a prostate medical issue uh, where you know if if the if he needs to go he needs to go sort of thing right uh, not to make fun of anything but just kind of straight to the point and
1: just laying it all out there, giving a little context for sure. Long story
0: short, old Al was uh, working and, you know, and he, he had to go. And, and instead of fighting the closest bathroom, he decided to kind of do it in the drain between some Zambonis or something. And uh, there was a Karen that might have seen the video. And and yeah, that's it for the old Al. He's, he's no longer part of the Red Wings organization. What are your thoughts about it, though?
1: Uh, well, you know, when I first saw it, it you know, like, when I, before I knew any, like, context about about the whole thing, I was just like, dude, are you serious? You just get to like, you know, drop a pee right in the middle of a game, like, in, in, in the water drain, and then, you know, you see the guy's got a bit of a problem, you know, like a, a medical problem, which, I mean, uh, n- nobody's completely clear of these problems, I mean, sure i look at me you know uh, like I, I pee into a bag um but uh you know it's it's weird it's 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 a dicey situation but i mean it is it, like when you first look at it you're like peeing in a drain for real dude i mean you couldn't have gone to the bathroom
0: yeah i don't know and, and it's so you know it's again like any situation it's easy to sit here on the sidelines you know and and judge and see who knows what the real story behind that was you know a who knows the the bathroom might have been on the whole other side of the rink you know i don't uh, know what what the rink looks like or what the situation there is but but yeah like i mean ideally yeah if you if you're looking at like the correct thi- correct thing you're not going to just going to whip it out and do it in a drain you know in a, in a public building like that Granted, there are no people around at the time that's that's the argument that i hear but you still wouldn't do it right it it still doesn't make it right and another thing you know like I hate to be that guy but like they sell things for people with medical issues like that you know if you happen to have an onset of that you know they have things that you can wear and whatnot you Mm -hmm. know so if he knew he had this issue you know and that's it from what it sounds like it's been an issue for him you know you should have handled it that way, you know, getting, you know, purchasing things that you could wear or whatever to, if, if, if an emergency like that were to happen, you know, because um, you can't happen to think like, say it was safe for whatever mir- miraculous reason the Red Wings are in the playoffs and you're their Zamboni guy and you're in the middle of, you know, cleaning the ice for a second, third period or whatever and there's thousands of thousands of people and you get one of these onsets mid cleaning the ice. What do you do? You're gonna get off and whip it out in the middle of the ice, run off? Like that's weird. Like yeah. you wouldn't do it, right? Oh, yeah. So I mean you can argue it that way and then another thing how I think of it is like we're we're in this weird time of time in, in our life, right? Where you know, where everything's like rules and things change a lot right like a lot of people are more offended of certain things and public perspective and, and this and that and like it's like this sure. big deal um so you got that and you know you can't help but to think it happened there happened to be probably a karen or something happened to get a hold of this surveillance video or whatever that made a big deal out of it you know and and you know as if this were to happen 10 years ago, maybe, or maybe a little more than 10 years ago, I don't think this would have been that big of a deal. I mean, probably. probably again, you can put it, look at it different ways and, you know, this, this yeah, I don't know.
1: Probably in the 60s and 70s, there's probably the uh, GM right there taking a whiz with you for sure. Um, you know, it's, it, it, like I said, it's, it's a really hard thing to kind of think of, you know, it like at the, you know, on the outside with no context, it's a kind of a goofy thing to, like, read about and kind of think about but i mean you know who knows what this guy's problem is you know like you know maybe he really did have to go right there you, you just never know i kind of feel like just automatically firing him was a little bit of a like a a quick move to judgment i think he, uh, i don't I, now i'm not sure if he was brought in and talked to about it or like got his side of the story and, you know, I mean, health problems, they they do exist, you know. And, Absolutely. And, and we're not trying to well, – uh at least, uh, like, we're not trying to, to say that, you know, health problems are you know, these kind of things are nothing to sniff at because, I mean, we all have our problems and nobody really knows until they're in that uh, situation. It's just kind of a strange thing to hear about. It know? is, yeah. <laughs> it just
0: – it's like – yeah, when I, when I saw like, I – I'll be honest, I kind of like chuckled about it when I first saw it, you know, this just happened like this last month or whatever, since last time we recorded and I was just like, I even took a screenshot on my phone of like, cause it was just like a news article on Instagram or something. I was like, I need to take a screen cause I want to like, I want to bring this up on our next one. Cause it's just like, you know, yeah, yeah. since we do do these, you know, monthly or whatnot, but yeah.
1: And, and, And I mean, of course it has to happen to somebody in Detroit, right? for for the detroit red wings i mean i they, you know they kind of did good this year but i mean they've still been a little laughable at times so it's just you know that's almost kind of like the sugar on top for the detroit red wings franchise right now. well
0: yeah and that's all us colorado guys right we have a whole different perspective on that than like (laughs) maybe other people would from other other uh places and whatnot, you know, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's funny to us, you know, it's like, ah, figures, you Oh yeah.
1: I mean, I'll tell you right now, Chicago Blackhawks fans and, you know, uh, folks, folks in Chicago probably giggling about it too at first. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, you know, it's kind of goofy, like, I guess we're trying to make light of the situation. I know there's a, li- a little more that goes into it. I mean, a guy after f- 50 years has lost his job because of it and you know uh, i guess he's taking the detroit red wings franchise to court for it as well
0: that's i that's i think that's what i've heard and again i can't confirm it or deny it or whatever i heard i swear i heard that somewhere but um i don't know i don't know if he has a he has a good chance of winning this one if if he is doing it um it's a tough one man like any any big you know um companies and stuff obviously as a hr department as as you should you know and have like that's a really tough part on that side too right like i mean you show a video of a guy whipping out his ding dong you yeah, know and camera he, yeah. where it's technically it's a public where other employees could have walked by whatever um that's a tough one to like how do you you know like oh you know it's okay all that yeah like yeah eh. really i don't is.
1: know i mean in like you know in real light of it it's kind of unprofessional but you know like i said man you don't know how bad this guy's got it you know and i mean i will never know the full story for sure and we'll never be in his shoes maybe maybe not i don't know um but yeah it's just kind of a weird thing that happened
0: yeah yeah well, hey, man, let's move on from a ding-dong talk. We <laughs> spent too much time on it. Well, it's just, again, I thought it was worth bringing it up. But yeah, yeah it,
1: that's, it's interesting for sure. It's people it's worthy.
0: You guys can leave us your thoughts in the comments.
1: <laughs> Probably, maybe some hate mail. I don't know. depends on which way you look at this one. But, you know, we're not downplaying any physical or mental you know, handicaps or anything like that. So
0: Right, right. But there's been there's been a lot of the, kind of like a bunch of drama going on in the in the hockey world a little bit. Um another one I wanna bring up to you is I don't know if you saw there's an article floating around that some Jersey freak is suing Adidas, apparently.
1: Yeah, David Anuya, so, I'm not. I yeah, would not sure dare to, to try to
0: spell the man's last name. I can barely speak English as it is. Yeah. It's but an yeah, interesting d- go a gentleman for sure. by the name of David, um, uh, a Florida man. I think he's from Florida. Oh, uh, well, another Florida man in the in the headlines here. Um. Basically, the census is he's he's upset at Adidas. Um, Adidas came out of quite a few jerseys over the years and they just came recently they came with the uh, with the retros and whatnot but anyways what we're getting at is uh, a lot of jerseys uh, did us claims to them to be authentic um, and David's argument is that they are not authentic they're nothing close to authentic um, and he's basically you're charging people about hundred eighty dollars plus for these jerseys and they're not what you say they are
1: even more if you get a name on it
0: yep and and therefore he's not happy and he's suing adidas um what's um where are you at with that
1: well this one this one's pretty dicey as well i mean we've been very privy to a lot of you know uh crazy like not crazy but like very adamant Uh, jersey collectors in our day we know a a few of them that really harp on the major details and i mean with our with i think it was uh, a sticking puck two and three actually we kind of touched on how what our thoughts are on jersey collecting and just jerseys in general and but you know there are people out there that are very hardcore with it that are like down to the very detail they'll you know uh, i mean if they if they if they're buying jerseys and putting patches on, they're, they're putting it in the exact spot that the NHL would have had it, or, you know, they harp on the exact stitching, the exact, you know, coordinates of everything on the, on the jersey. And, you know, I kind of think it's a bit of a frivolous sort of thing to really put all your apples in one basket to really go out and actually sue a corporation just for, you know from what I've been told from what you've told me already, and I think you're going to get into this for a second. It's really all about just like caller metrics and and like,
0: so he, he gets, he gets really into the details and, um, well, yeah, some of those, um, I had the article pulled up and I'm sorry, I don't have it on me right now, but I read through it a little while back. Um, and I might not remember it all. And maybe some people that are watching might know, uh, but, from what I can remember, I mean, he really gets into the details. He first things the material of the jersey. Um, he was arguing that, and I get, again, I can remember. He, I think he said that the players' material is thicker, mm-hmm. and the jerseys that you get from you know the that they claim to be authentic are much thinner yeah. in material. So it's right. like he, he's arguing that it's like a whole different material. And it could have been vice versa, but it had to do with that. He argued like measurements of the collar, like it's either smaller or larger, that sort of thing. Um, he went down to stitching, that the stitching's quite uh, different. Um, he argued man- manufacturers, he said that uh, the players' jerseys all are made in Canada, however...
1: The illustrious MICs that yes yeah, are made in and
0: overseas and again I can't remember exactly where it was the yeah. exact country but it was overseas Indonesia so yeah. I believe it was Indonesia yeah. yeah so that's what he's arguing and and basically and and his other argument is like so they on their collars when you buy them the tags say authentic Adidas whatever right and on top of that there's other. Uh, distributors, other companies that sell those jerseys for Adidas also claim when their advertisements come by are authentic Adidas jerseys. And he's not having it and, and yeah, so on and so forth. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you can see both sides of that as well, right? right. Um, I could see, like, if you're this hardcore jersey collector guy, whatever, um, you want to have exactly what the players have. You know, but um, I get it. You know, you a lot of these jerseys, you know, that we collect, they cost a lot of money, man. I mean, you and I both can say we have thousands of dollars of jerseys in our closets sitting invested, you know, in these oh, jersey yeah. collections. Um, I might not be as extreme as maybe some of the guys are, but, like, I could give two shits of the collar or whatever, or even if it's thinner or thicker or whatever... Um, for me personally, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be wearing it to play a hockey game. Uh, I wear it to go out to a game or whatever, and there's a good chance I'm going to get a beer poured on me, or I'm going to catch up some, ketchup,
1: some mustard, you, know you know what and I mean? Anything? Yeah. Like that's, that's good from the chicken. Yeah. Place, you know, you know, or, you know, gravy, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever have you like, and that's the thing too, is you don't want to be sitting there just gingerly eating everything just because you spent more than you know 500 dollars on a sweater
0: yeah i mean me personally the things that i would care about is making sure that the patches that are on the jersey in in the right spots that sort of thing right nothing's crooked i would care about things like that i guess i would care a little bit about stitching you like you can really like very poor stitching is very visible right uh i could i probably would care about that um if it's thinner or thicker, that sort of thing, and um, I, this again, the sizing of the collars and like getting into like the nitty and gritty, so to speak, like I don't know if I would really give a shit, honestly. Does
1: it really kill you to be, you know, just a few millimeters or centimeters off from the actual collar that the guys wear? Yeah. Is that really going to kill you? Like when you're pl- if you're playing hockey with these jerseys. Which I mean, if you're spending six hundred dollars on a on a jersey, why are you playing hockey with it, anyways? That's just my thoughts. But yeah, at, at the very end, like I f- kind of feel like this guy's grasping at straws a little bit. Really, really splitting hairs when it gets down to it, man. It's you know, yeah, we all love hockey jerseys. That's not that there's no you know that there's no hiding that. Obviously, we're wearing hockey jerseys now. We you just said we've spent thousands of dollars ourselves on jerseys. But in the in the real end, yeah, everybody, a lot of, like, hardcore uh, collectors love getting MICs. You know, that's one of, the, like, the grail snipes for a lot of these hardcore collectors. And you know what? Go for it, man. But, I mean, when it really comes down to it, who gives a flying shit about a couple of millimeters?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a tough one. You, again, you can see both sides on this one, too, and... Well, yeah, and, and um,
1: you know you want to you want to feel just as official as the guys that are going out on the ice. I get that. You know, you like you. you a lot of people like to live vicariously through these awesome dudes that we get to watch uh, play hockey every every day, every other day. You sure. know, I get that. I totally get that. And if you really want to feel as official with them, for sure, that's fine. But I mean, to go this far to really sue Adidas, like you obviously there's avenues to get real made in Canada jerseys. And you know, if Adidas were to sell the actual on ice jerseys, they would sell it for a lot more money than what, uh, that, uh, what a lot of us have.
0: Right, yeah.
1: So, I mean, where's, where's the argument really here? I mean, it's uh, like, yeah, okay, so they're not selling the actual on ice, just like, you know, top shit stuff. Yeah. But don't you realize that if they did, the jerseys are already expensive enough. And they're not on ice. Yeah. You, th- you think they're going to go through all this trouble to do an on-ice jersey that they only make so many of just for the players for a reason mm-hmm. and not just inflate that price like crazy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. That's a... Th- yeah. I don't know. I I just don't know. I mean, shit, you dude. Know, to, to me, again, like, me personally, again, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. Like... You really, really have to jack something up for me to be, like, genuinely upset. Um, I wouldn't, I would not make this that big of a deal. You know, to me, again, and I'm not not trying to be a jerk or anything, but this looks like another, like, oh, I spilled, I ordered this hot coffee and I spilled it on my leg and I burned myself. Because your cup didn't say that it's hot. You know, that's kind of like, you know, what this comes off to me. And... Again, take it for what it is. That's my personal opinion. I'm sure other people have other opinions on it, but...
1: And, I mean, and and uh, real hardcore Jersey collectors, tell us what you think, man, because I I just fail to see the true, you know, just the true soldierism in this, you know? Yeah. Like, are you really doing this just, like, so people can get on-ice quality, or are you really just kind of trying to make a quick buck?
0: Yeah. Or yeah. get some free shit, you know. I don't know. People, let us know. Yeah, for real. What do you think?
1: So, I, all right. So that's a little bit of like you know uh, uh, goofiness and uh, like uh, drama that's going down, you know, within the uh, the the bureaucracy of the game. I suppose. Uh, let's actually talk about the game. I mean, the double IHFs are going Man. on right now. The playoffs are going on right now. <laughs> Let's talk about the double IHS for a second. And I've, I've, I like, I know you're huge with the double IHS. I mean, you get to see all your, your countrymen play. and I mean, all these countries it, get to come together and really play some hockey in this tournament. It is, it's, it's a great tournament, and everybody loves it. You know, dude, it it's one of the,
0: it's probably one of the biggest for all the hockey fans, you know, in Europe. That's probably one of the biggest events every year is the World Championships. Um, not only you, you know, you, you get lucky to go to this certain location and hang out with all these fans and root for your, for your country, but you also get to see uh, a lot of times these NHL players play on ice that you don't get to see to play because they're overseas playing, you know, not everyone can fly united states and go to an nhl game right. you know it costs a boatload of money so it's like a huge like thing it's like oh that's he plays for the ducks he play you know like right. it's like a big big thing it's a big party people love it um that's what i grew up you know outside of nhl that was like world championships you know was a big big deal
1: that was your dose of hockey for sure especially
0: it was huge it was it was being proud of where you're from and but also like being able to see some of these NHLers, you know, kind of like in your, in your own, like on your own soil, so to speak, in you your, know, in
1: your home colors, mm-hmm. you know, playing for pride and, and, you know, just truly just playing hockey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, one thing that I've noticed, you know, and that's like, I mean, Grant, I've, I've been here for in United States for a long, long time now, you know, I've, We've talked to we've said this before. I've, 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 I I I've officially outlived my European days. I've I've lived in the United States longer than I did in Europe at this point. Right. But I can't help but to notice that most everyone doesn't does not give a shit about so, uh, yeah, in the, US the world sure. championships. You yeah. Know,
1: not unless you're real like you're a real hardcore hockey guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, not not even just like a casual observer of the NHL or whatever have you in your own home state or whatever. It's just you know the the world championships, the junior world championships. You know, if you're not a hardcore hockey guy, you you know you, you could probably just go walk by it and not even you know bat an eyelash at it. And I think I I have a I I think I have the solution to this. I've thought about this for a lot of years, uh, you know, just being a hockey fan. Is that the the timing of the tournament is just awful? You know, I, I can mean? see that because it's always during the NHL, NHL playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, and if you I mean, even if you are a bit like you know more than a casual observer, like a, a constant observer of the NHL in general, mm. obviously you're going to be worried, especially. Uh, you're gonna be worried about the nhl playoffs especially if your team is in it you know if you're you know know, whoever fan you are you know you're obviously going to be fully focused on the nhl playoffs more than anything else around you
0: sure yeah
1: i mean we're what what are we we're in the second round like just started the second round of the playoffs and we we've just started the world championships right and i mean you know i'm 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 like, I'm a hardcore hockey guy. I love watching hockey. I'll watch hockey. You put it in front of me, I'll shut the fuck up and just watch hockey. Sure. You know? And I mean, uh, you know, I'm a huge Team Sweden guy, so obviously, double I, I, H, F, any sort of, you know, international tournament, Olympics, whatever have you, you know, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to uh, cheer for Sweden. But, it's going on during the NHL playoffs. One of, like, Yeah. You know, one of the most intense uh, times of hockey. Mm-hmm. Of just, some of the best hockey obviously excuse me um so what i what i propose is maybe moving the double ihf world championships to a month after the uh nhl playoffs end.
0: yeah no that would make a lot of sense and uh and that's like one one of the bigger things that i in the IHA. I, I I H F. That's why I started um, saying
1: double I. <laughs> it's too hard to say I. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, but no. One of the biggest things that you notice is that's like constantly an up, like an updated news thing throughout the tournament is which one of your NHL player, NHL players, is going to come defend his country. Right. So, like for a good example, you know, like, um, like say, like pittsburgh just fell out you know they lost in new york right like, the latvians are like is steady coming is steady flying to finland right now and he's gonna come help us possibly get into the you know top four or whatever right you know like things like that and that goes for not only you know latvia sweden all of the all these teams right like they really really you know are they they want these nhl guys that's like they're those are their guys that's, you know, going to help the them, line, take them to the promised land, get yeah. them some medals or whatever, you know.
1: Right, make a statement at least, especially if, for the smaller countries.
0: Absolutely, and and you do have a good point. If, if they did this tournament later on after the playoffs or whatever, there's a good chance that most everyone's going to fly over to the tournament and defend their country, you know, like... It's family dependent and stuff like that too. Of course, you know, not everyone's gonna do it, but right. but still, I think the outcome would be much larger, um, in that sense, than like, you know, just kind of sitting sitting watching the NHL playoffs and in a shitty way, almost like, oh, I hope they fall out so you can right. come help us.
1: Like, yeah, the the double uh, the IHF is literally just putting itself in the shadow of the NHL. And if it see if we did it a month later, a anybody out anybody who has isn't hurt or isn't done playing doesn't want to stop playing hockey, they can go over and help. And I mean that's huge namesake. You know, all these teams that get into you know the the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals and uh, got you know the the finals, they're gonna have huge names on the roster that have had you like scheduled this tournament a month later you'd have these big names wanting to play and drawing more crowds not to mention you would have more TV space for that hockey you would have these guys who are you know that that like maybe just got into the uh, the sport by by the playoffs the NHL playoffs or you know just guys who like wa- like casually like watching hockey all the way to hardcore hockey fans you know, a month after the NHL playoffs, you're craving for hockey. I know I am.
0: You sure, know? absolutely.
1: And, and you've got you've got this like stint where there's zero hockey. Why yeah. not put the the World Championships a month after, or you know, far far be it, maybe like two or three weeks. Who knows? But you will have so much more exposure to the not just hockey, but the international game of hockey as well. Sure. Yeah. And you will be able to play more games rather than you know in in the U.S. the the NHL network network has runs the gamut on playing double IHF games and you know you only get to see like one or two when there's what four at least four or five games going on a day in in the round robin and even kind of working up to that yeah so I mean you can see more teams and and more. More players can play for their uh, uh, play for their respective countries, especially now that you know you don't see the NHL going over to the Olympics.
0: Yeah, no, you. I mean, you made great points. Every single one of them has been a spectacular point. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there is a reason why they do it. You know, I who knows, right? You know, but. But yeah, it would it would make so much more sense. It really would.
1: I just thought I just always thought of that, man. It was just like I feel like there'd be so much more exposure to you know even players that don't play in the NHL to see you know for other folks overseas either direction to be exposed to more hockey to be exposed to more teams out in the world that you would dude if you would ask the, like a couple casual hockey observers. Oh, does Italy have a hockey team? Does Great Britain have a hockey team? You know that just watches the NHL, you know, casually. No, absolutely not. But that that'll open up a whole new, you know that that'll open up their eyes to you know a whole lot more countries around the world are Play playing hockey. the game. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah no, and, and and yeah, and you bring bringing that point too is like the coverage in the United States of IIHF is. Kind of crappy too. You it's know, criminal. I mean, NHL, NHL Network's done a pretty good job, and uh, honestly, they really have. They've tried to broadcast a bunch of these games the more as much as they can, but where I have the beef is, you know, you, um, it's always going to be the popular teams. It's right. going to be U.S. It's going to be Canada, you know. It's going to be Swedish, Sweden, Finland. Finland yeah. Those teams, right? And, yeah, so they're, they're great teams and they're fun to watch. But, like, teams like Latvia and, yeah, Great Britain and Italy, like, and can, they kind of get the, the shitty end of the stick Czech, 90% of the either, time. You know, You know? And... Kind of sucks. Like, right? I I look forward, you know, to watch some of these games, and like, I wish I'd be able to watch all these games without having to figure out some weird, sketchy bootleg way to see them. You know, like
1: oh yeah, like streaming from a you know site in Turkey. Yeah, you know? just, that's just that's it. just the
0: thing, and and you know, like like for example, even like great example right now, like me following Latvia. You know, like um. I was lucky to see two games. Of course, they broadcast the one they played against the United States, Obviously. and of course, they broadcasted the one they played against Finland. Right? You know, but from now on, like looking at like there's crickets. You know, like there they, yeah. there's a bunch of these these other teams or whatever. Um, but like they play tom- tomorrow. They play Czech. You know, Czech Republic, and this is a very, very, very important game for Latvia. Absolutely. Because that could essentially, if the cards play outright, get them into the top four. Right. You know, that's a very, like, interesting game to watch. But, again, here we are trying to figure out a way to bootleg it somewhere because you're not going to see it.
1: No coverage, for sure. And I think, honestly, now that ESPN has, you know, picked up the NHL, You know the NHL broadcasting. If if this had been scheduled at any other time during the NHL playoffs, I guarantee you, at some point, at one of ESPN's hundred channels, you know, I mean, obviously that's a rash generalization, but one of their channels could have picked up a few more of those games.
0: Yeah, I mean, God forbid they freaking broadcasted the KHL before. You know what happened? <laughs> like, yeah, and um, how many people watch KHL uh, in the United States? For real, seriously, I could probably fucking do it on my fingers, you know?
1: Yeah, like the the few Russians that still le- love the KHL, or you know, anybody else that is just oddly aware of you know not oddly but genuinely in aware of the KHL. But you know, I feel like the double IHF has more draw, more public draw. Not just you know uh, uh, f- uh, Russian hockey fans, or Russians in general, or anything like that. You know, or you know uh, Finnish uh, Finnish fans that love Jokerit. You know, or you know Latvian fans, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Chinese fans, whatever. Kulin Red Star fans, if you. Yeah. Know. But I mean, I, I don't know how many of those are actually in the uh, U.S. But what I'm what I'm driving at is more exposure. Like if you really want to expand the game, if everybody's so willing to just be like, "Yeah, let's expand the game." We want people in, you know, Jamaica playing hockey. We want people in blah 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 playing hockey. That's the way you do it. You pick a good time to do it, and during the NHL playoffs, if your team is still in it, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of action. I mean, obviously, you know, you and I will we'll watch it. I mean. Just for your, for obviously, for you being a, a, a native Latvian and me just being generally cur- loving hockey, watching hockey. Everybody loving watching hockey will watch yeah. it. But what happens to the people that don't have the NHL network? You know, there's a lot of people out there that doesn't, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people that their teams from the playoffs either didn't even make it or just got dropped. Especially for the teams that just got dropped, you're still in hockey gear. You know, you still, like, let's fucking go kind of stuff so i mean give them give them something in a year or yeah. i mean
0: a month I, excuse me in a month <laughs> no I, a year might be too we much. we get it i think i think we get what you're trying to put down there yeah i don't know no just, no good arguments man um and yeah it would it would be interesting to see maybe something just changed, you know a years from now or whatever i mean it's been the same for for years and years this hasn't changed ever so part of me again like maybe there's like a reason for it, but I don't know what it would be. Um I'm obviously COVID ruined a bunch of stuff years back. I mean, last championship was in Latvia. That was a shit show. It was all this bubble, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was at the
1: same time though. It's been at the same time every year, you know, like always during the NHL playoffs. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there had there had there has to be some higher ups or whatever, you know, that have to have ar- argued this. Statement before and right and I would hope and there 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 might be a reason behind it that we don't know about um but yeah yeah we're just good combo
1: we're just two dudes on a mic in a garage hey exactly (laughs) Uh, trying
0: trying to be trying to be popular here you know for sure trying to be these big podcasters.
1: Making that money, big famous yeah, guys, that, uh, that, that big yeah. money, you know, give that Manscaped. Money. give us a sponsorship. Oh uh, yeah, seriously, Lebads Blue, you know, this is this podcast is sponsored by you. Nah. Anyway, so uh, I, I do have one more thing I want to talk about, and it's um, uh, fans. I um, I've noticed this more uh, ever since, like you know, the Avalanche have gotten better, obviously, and more fan appeal and stuff, and you know. Um, Fan identity, I guess I really want to talk about. You know, so many, so many teams that have a really solid fan base, they have an identity. I mean, with the Nashville, you know, when you score a goal, they, you know, have the goalie chant like "Sorrow, Sorrow, you suck, it's all your fault," which mm-hmm. is awesome, and that adds to their identity. They're throwing cat, uh, catfish, yeah. out on the ice and stuff. That's an identity. Sure. And, and for the longest time, you know, uh, you know, and um, the Avalanche never uh really had a fan identity you know uh Arizona coyotes fans don't have an identity you know? Ugh. Well, I mean but
0: maybe we should have brought those guys up they're they're in shithole right now well, anyways uh, keep going well, <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and yeah but and it, it normally happens to you know teams that are going through a super really super long kind of su- success drought but I mean even Montreal's got Montreal fans have an identity. Buffalo Sabres fans have an identity, and so I kind of want to just remark on just the greatness of, you know, actually having an identity as a fan base again.
0: Yeah, so where where are you getting with this? Well, I mean, obviously,
1: a lot of, you know, a lot of folks, a lot of hockey fans on Twitter and, you know, Instagram are going to see, you know, uh, Avs fans posting about how, you know, uh, halfway through the game, you know, if the abs are winning, we're singing all the small things. Once, you know, once the puck drops, we're still singing it. You know, they yeah. do
0: all the small things. Yeah, you know? they they play halfway and then they stop, stop it's, it, and then the whole crowd finishes the yeah, song and essentially. It.
1: And it, you know, it's just cool. It's it's really great to have that. But I gotta call out the Carolina Hurricanes fans. Uh, I was watching the last series against the Bruins, and you know what? Dude, you got the storm surge at the end of the game when you win. Great, keep that. But don't fucking take all the small things for, from us. We, I, I was watching the game and they tried doing the same damn thing. Really, during the game, during the, I think it was game. Uh, I believe it was game seven. And yeah, all the small things started playing and like, I, I it just hit me. I was like, they better not. They better not. And sure enough, you know some of the some of the folks in the crowd are trying to do all the small things. I'm like, dude, you've got your storm surge, you've got an identity. This is our identity. Don't try to take that. Fuck you. Yeah,
0: now I can see how a hardcore fan can get upset about that. No, like, for sure. You know what? It's Jacob Slavin's fault. He told them uh, Colorado College. He was man. like, he Colorado. told them, he's like, hey man, when I lived in Colorado. This is what we did yeah. when I went to the Avs games <laughs> before I was an NHLer. This is what they did.
1: And, and that's a, yeah. i was joking. I'll, yeah, I'll sorry, Jacob. I'm just, sure he didn't do that. You're probably a great guy. We we, we sure love you here. Anyways, um, but uh, I mean, maybe not go as far as saying fuck you, but dude, you already already got something. You guys already have something. You have the other storm surge. You don't see other teams trying to do some goofy little skits after they win. You know, so I mean, yeah, that's ours. So, you know, just keep your own identity. Don't, you know, don't try. To, that's like, that's like, uh, you know, the Arizona Coyotes or, you know, ah, oh, jeez, I don't know. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers trying to, you know, do the same thing that the Montreal Canadiens do before uh games where they where they take out the torch and they light the uh center of ice on fire you know sure, sure sure i mean come on dude like you've got your own thing let's you know keep it that way you know it's, it's working out great for you obviously you pissed <laughs> off don cherry enough so right there you're yeah, doing you something yep. right so, but, <laughs> no, no i mean don cherry gets mad about everything so i mean it's not that hard but I mean, still, you you've made your own identity. Don't try to steal some uh, some other uh, team's identi- identity. No. And I guess uh, the only reason why I'm really kind of like so defensive about it is because, for a while, you know, the Colorado Avalanche fans didn't really have an identity. You know, they were just bland. You know, like the Greg yeah sure the Greg Sherman era. There was just you know, it was like dude. It almost seemed like that the Avs fans didn't even care. Yeah.
0: D- the Pit of Misery, was that Colorado thing, or is, did they do it everywhere?
1: There, there's been a few places that's done that. Because I mean, that,
0: that one was pretty good, and I, they don't do it anymore. That might have been mostly like a sponsorship thing with Bud Light.
1: I, I I, would totally assume. And, I mean, it does work really well. And I have heard it in different uh, different stadiums and stuff. But, I mean, just a no touch... What we created, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. when nobody's out there trying to like recreate the storm surge or making it you know the 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 post game avalanche or anything you know we did you know we we did that ourselves, you know, just let us have it you got your storm surge don't try to you know I mean how fake uh, that's all I gotta say about it is that yeah. just-
0: good points dude i don't ha I have nothing to add to that fans. From other teams, stay away from our traditions. Keep and we'll your st- own traditions, and we'll, and stay away we'll from be a ours. happy family. Yeah, and happy. we'll be a happy, happy hockey community.
1: I mean, it's truly that you guys. It's it's truly creative that you guys did the storm surge. You got that. You got that. Cool. Stick with it. I mean, nobody gives a shit otherwise. Just don't take other people's
0: shit. There you go. You heard it from Cody Beekman, fellas. Stop yeah. messing with that shit. Yeah. Well, Beeks, it's uh. It's that time, I think, the Zamboni's coming out.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's been a that's been a beautiful uh, stick and puck right there, man. I, I feel like we covered a lot of pretty decent uh, topics in this one. So, I mean, shall we say goodbye?
0: Goodbye, people. We'll see you in the next one, probably in a month or so.
1: Absolutely. So always tie up your skates, tape your stick, and join us for another stick and puck session.
0: That's right. Thanks, guys, for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you, guys.